you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for tuning in to HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. Now, it's interesting in being an HR professional and especially in being a CEO over an HR consulting firm, I get the opportunity to work with a lot of CEOs, business owners, and leaders. And with that, I kind of, it's kind of funny. We all joke and say, you know, HR, you're, you're sometimes a counselor. You're sometimes a coach. You're sometimes the principal, the police. I mean, you know, you have different roles and there's different also stereotypes that can be attributed to being an HR professional. But one role that I take pretty seriously is the fact that I get to help leaders with their mindset and with their thoughts. So it could be taken into more of that coaching role. And one thing that is prevalent with CEOs, this is both males and females, is really the ability to manage your emotions, manage your mindset so that it doesn't interfere with your day-to-day work. But actually, how do you master that? right? And I'm even presenting a session tomorrow, tomorrow being Tuesday, January 18th for the Junior League of Columbia. And it's called Getting Out of Your Own Way. And I hope that that can apply to professionals, parents, individuals. We all, to a certain degree, have those self-sabotaging behaviors that really stop us, stop us pursuing our goals and our dreams. And so I really want to challenge you to change the way that you think about the things that scare you. I want you to start embracing difficult situations and really stop letting yourself get in your own way. And you may say, Jada, that is so much easier said than done. I don't even know where to start. Well, this isn't going to be a very long podcast, but I hope it's going to be impactful. And the first thing that you absolutely have to do, there's no way around this, is is really discovery of self. You've got to spend time getting to know yourself, asking yourself these tough questions. And maybe it's the question, I'll give you one of them. What would it take for me to feel happy, secure, and fulfilled? And you really sit there with yourself. You can't have any distractions around you. It has to be. There's no kids in the background. You can't have the TV on. This needs to be a time with yourself. And most importantly, give yourself the ability to answer without judging whatever response you have, whatever feeling comes up, whatever even like goal or dream comes to the surface. I know, and and I mean, I do this myself and I have to keep doing it, even though I do a lot of personal development and self-work and all those things, right? You're going to have to continue to ask yourself these tough questions to really know who are you? Who do you want to be? What's really keeping you from pursuing those goals and dreams? And it could be so simple. I'm telling you, and I'm going to, I'm going to share, I'm going to have some vulnerability right now. Brene Brown would be so proud of me. One thing that I recognize that I do, I procrastinate. And I try to think about why is it that I procrastinate? It's not because I'm, I don't enjoy the work that I do, or I'm not thankful for the clients that I have or anything like that. It's really kind of a, a mindset thing. And it actually comes out of fear, right? And I was talking to another client recently. I said, 
they procrastinate and it's because of their perfection. They know that they're going to have to, they hold themselves to such a high standard and they want to look for that perfect quality whenever they do show up and do something. And that's a lot of pressure. My goodness. And then for me, it's a level of fear of either I'm not going to do a good job or there's some type of failure or rejection. And that's a lot to unpack and you can go to the root of that. But my thing is, how do you, what are the action steps? What do you push through to make sure that the procrastination doesn't actually get in the way? And the funny thing is, so whether it's like a day that I take off from, you know, even looking at email because, you know, self-care is important. Burnout is a thing. And sometimes you just need to disconnect. So (laughs) whenever I go to return and I'm about to like check email, there's just so much anxiety. Like, what do I think is going to actually happen when I open this inbox? Like, what is, what is it, you know, exploded or what has happened on the other side of that screen? And I'm going to tell you nine times out of 10, it's just like regular old emails. Like it's not, it's not anything earth shattering, groundbreaking. It's just what I'm actually cultivating in my mind, I'm building this all up and there's a level of anxiety. It's so funny. You get to a certain level and you, you think all of this will go away, right? You're the CEO of a company. You officially have, have made it as the executive vice president. Whatever your role is, you think that all of this will go away. And that's quite the opposite. It actually will continue to grow because we continue to feed this monster, right? Monster being our mindset, our thoughts. And so... Some of the things, and I also used to like to use this as an example of, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to share this story. It's kind of funny and embarrassing all at the same time, but I used to love to just like eat a really big sandwich while also watching weight loss shows. And I'm like, Jada, why do you do that whenever you have weight loss goals? It doesn't make sense at all. You're doing like quite the opposite. But once you have, you know, you've already done your discovery questions, you've, you've asked yourself, what do you really want? What's holding you back from getting what you want? And in my case, it was, um, so let's not eat those sandwiches. And actually, instead of watching the weight loss shows, how about you actually participate in said weight loss goals? But there has to be why connected back to it and has to really resonate with you. And there has to be a cost. If you don't do this, well, this is the result, right? Opportunity cost. It was my probably only the only thing that I learned in my economics course in college. So (laughs) opportunity cost, you don't know about it. Definitely look it up that term. I apply it to most everything that I do. What am I giving up for what I'm getting? And what really resonated two things that even helped me and I'm using maybe my weight loss and fitness goals as an example, but you can do this for a variety of different limitations that may be helping you in getting out of getting in your own way, but there are several actions to take. So if I use weight loss and my fitness goals as an example, two things really motivated me. And one being whenever I was reading Whole30, the beginning of that book, it says, you know what? Changing your diet isn't hard. You know what's hard? having cancer, losing a parent, losing a child. And it really stopped me in tracks. And I was like, you're right. We have done so many hard things in our lives, right? And I'm looking at my life and I'm looking back to the the quote unquote hard things that I've done, I've conquered, I've accomplished. And you're telling me that I can't choose lean protein and veggies 
and over burger and pizza. All right. I've done some really hard things. It's really just getting myself to make the choice. And it's moment by moment, right? It's putting that action plan together. And what is that motivation behind it? So in addition to that, I also heard this affirmation mantra, and it's, I am worth the effort. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that's a really, that's a good point. You know what? If my friend was asking me to do this, or my significant other, anyone's asking me to do something, usually I'm going to put that much more effort in. But you know what? Because it's me? Oh, okay. I can skip gym time or something else important has come up. I'm really going to take care of X, Y, and Z. We tend to not make ourselves or our goals and action items as much as a priority as those around us. So it's really putting yourself as a priority. And all of this leads into getting out of your own way and really helping you to be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your feelings and your mindset, and honestly be able to like watch yourself in a given day on how how is it really impacting the decisions that you're making that's in business and work, decisions that you're making in regards to your kids. All of that comes back, even though you think that they're not related, they are related because it's all based off of you and the choices that you're making. Now, I feel like I'm on my my soapbox right now, so why not continue this <laughs> this journey? But I think that also for me and a lot of other clients, it's learning how to practice self-integrity. If you're really not familiar with what that means, it's it's really kind of more about are you taking your goals seriously enough? So, and I'm I'm going to use I'm going to keep using my my fitness and weight loss goals, but as soon as I started prioritizing, like I put my appointments on the calendar and it's personal appointment. So, yeah, I'll do this for my hair appointment, but I won't do this for my my actual time I'm taking in the morning for meditation or maybe I don't schedule that that gym appointment. Make yourself a priority. Treat yourself like you are the most important client that you have. This is all building that self-worth and self-confidence that we really need. Are you trustworthy, reliable? Do you follow through on your word? If you can't trust you, then why should the others in your life trust you as well? So these are pieces to really help with some of those self-defeating behaviors and really pushing through. The last thing I'm going to tell you, and this is because I don't want to give all of it away before I do actually do the session, but this negative self-talk. Oh my goodness. If I could just teach an entire class on negative self-talk, oh, everyone needs this. We are so mean to ourselves. We are so mean. And I, I thought about it. I've kind of watched myself all day long and what I say. And I'm like, I would never tell a friend this. I would never treat my friends like this. Why am I so mean to myself? Now, there's a difference between holding yourself accountable and setting action items and telling yourself, you know what? You didn't follow through on this. But what are you going to do differently? That is different. And you need to hold yourself accountable to the action steps that you placed in front of you. But telling yourself that... and you need to get your life together. You suck. Do better. Listen, that's not productive. Actually, what is, it's very self-defeating and deflating. So it's probably, you're probably going to return to those habits of behaviors that are going to place you into a spiral. So whether it's eating or whether it's drinking or whatever it is that you deal with that stress, you are continuing to put that pressure on yourself. 
there's a big difference between self-accountability, practicing self-integrity, and even self-care, than how you are communicating. What are the words you're saying? I really want to urge you, if there's anything I could give you, please acknowledge your positives at the end of the day. Say, what are the two things that I absolutely crushed today? What are two things that I've done really, really well? And you know what? What are two things that I want to continue to work on? I want to do differently. I want you to be able to tell yourself, you know what? I'm really proud of you for progress. I'm really proud of you that you're even taking the steps to spend time with yourself, um, to learn more about your personal growth, your professional growth. All of these things in in re-listening to your, this podcast, because I know I talk fast and it's a lot of information, but think about how all of this is going to help you gain control of your thoughts and your feelings. You are never going to feel like X. Listen, I went to Orange Theory Fitness this morning and I'll tell you, I was in the parking lot before I went in and I was like, nothing about me feels like this. Okay. I was like, shouldn't, don't I have a meeting? Don't I have a, don't I have something else going on? I really I was in that excuse mind frame and I did not want to step out of the vehicle. And also it's really cold. I was like, nope, you know what? I have a rule of non-negotiables. You made it to the parking lot. You have to get out and work out. It was so intense and it was super hard. And I am so energetic and it was so worth it. You're never going to feel like it. It's going to be scary. You're going to feel tired. And I'm not just talking about working out. I'm just talking about that really scary thing that we keep putting off. You're going to have that fear. Even whenever you are meditating every day, which I do, and you have affirmations, when you're practicing this whole new level of uh, personal growth, you're still going to have the fear you're still going to have those thoughts. It's what you do with them. It's learning those coping mechanisms. Because if you don't gain the emotional control, then it's going to seep in to your work, to your employees, and ultimately business decisions. So this is self-leadership at its core. Ah, man, I could go on and on about all of this. And I just, I want you to do something that makes you proud today. I'm going to leave you with, do one kind thing for yourself and do one kind thing for someone else. I cannot wait to bring you the next several episodes. We have some amazing guest speakers lined up and there's so much information to share. Tune in. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do that. Leave a comment, leave a review. Um, in addition to that, don't forget to visit willishr.com. We are here to solve 